If I asked you how many types of diabetes there are, you might think I was asking a trick question. There's type 1 and type 2, right? Or maybe if you're very clever, you might add gestational diabetes into the mix. But in fact, there are many different types of diabetes. One of them is called maturity onset diabetes of the young, or MODI. It's actually one of the most common genetic forms of diabetes, but diagnosis can take a long time. One person with MODI is Laura. It took me about 11 years to get diagnosed with, so it was a pretty long journey. I was originally diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when I was 17. I had very atypical presentation. It didn't really look like what other people with type 1 diabetes had. So I'd always thought that it was something a bit different and wasn't type 1, but the doctors were pretty sure it was. That didn't stop me from asking doctors at every appointment if they could test me for other types of diabetes, but no one wanted to test me for it because the testing was too expensive and also Modi is seen as too rare, so it seemed like the chances of me having it was too low. I ended up having to sign myself up for a clinical trial and got the correct diagnosis last year. Quality of life is just so different now. My blood sugars were managed very well, so that wasn't an issue, but it was more an issue with the burden of having to give injections all day, every day for years on end compared to what I have now, which is just one tablet a day. And sometimes I forget I have diabetes now, which is just yeah, such an incredible feeling. People with Modi are often misdiagnosed as having type 1 or type 2 diabetes, even though, as we just heard from Laura, the treatment can be quite different. Some experts are calling for more widespread genetic testing of Modi, and one of them is clinical geneticist Cathy Wu. Cathy, thanks so much for joining us on The Health Report. Thank you for having me. Why is early genetic testing important? So early genetic testing is important um, in order to diagnose this form of um, genetic diabetes, MODI, as you say, maturity onset diabetes of the young, um, because currently we don't have very good clinical criteria to allow its clinical diagnosis. So we need genetic testing for it. And as you heard from Noah, that diagnosing MODI, um, for example, um, can often inform um, treatment of diabetes. Um, so the most common, so there are many different forms of MODI, and the most common forms of MODI um, such as the one that Laura has, will allow us to use an oral medication um, called sulfonylurea, and that's a medication that can reduce blood sugar. That's been around and used for you know many decades. Um, so that um, you know will allow us to avoid unnecessary insulin treatment. But not only that, the you know the associated complications from insulin, um, such as hypoglycemic um, episodes, um, that can be life-threatening and not only the you know the complications but also the health you know the lifestyle impact that Laura mentioned as well that um, you know you need to when one is on insulin um, they need to uh, monitor their blood sugar regularly they need to eat at regular intervals so we are able to mitigate the downside of the unnecessary treatment. Yeah, insulin, you say you've got, it's a lifestyle thing, you're constantly monitoring, there's potential sort of swings in blood sugar. And then also there's healthcare costs, there's costs to the healthcare system of someone being on insulin. So if Modi is something that is known about, 
we've got a test for it, presumably, if people like Laura are able to receive that diagnosis. What's the current status of genetic testing? The reason why it's taken um, lower so long to get a diagnosis and also it's been reported, um, which is not uncommon, um, it's now that the median time to diagnosis of Modi, um, sorry, the median um, duration of diabetes before a genetic diagnosis of Modi is made is about seven years, and that's based on the UK data. And um, I would say that Australian data would be very similar to that. So the reason why it's taking so long, I think um, we, we think that there is a multitude of factors. Um, one is the awareness. Um, there is not enough awareness of Modi. And two is the access to genetic testing. And three is the cost of testing. So so if we are not aware of Modi, we are not going to suspect that clinically we are not going to think about genetic testing. And in terms of genetic testing currently, um, you know, most non-genetics doctors are not equipped to talking about um, genetic testing with their patients um, because of all the nuances around genetic testing, not only with implications to the patient being tested, but also to the wider family insurance implications, etc. So they often refer patients to a clinical genetic service. But in Australia, unfortunately, most genetic services are under-resourced and therefore they have long waiting lists. Um, so often patients will have to wait for months before they get seen by a genetic counsellor, get tested and then get the result. Um, so access is another barrier. And then, of course, the cost of testing. Currently, we don't have public funding for testing. Um, so we are, and therefore our research was hoping to increase the awareness and also increase the access to genetic testing by putting um, the responsibility of genetic testing in the hands of the endocrinologist in the diabetes clinic. At point of care, while they're seeing a patient, you know, ideally, you know, at the time of the of the diabetes diagnosis, they get a genetic test and then they get the results back within three to four weeks. Um, and then they can use the result in a timely fashion to um, to make management decisions. And then once they've received that diagnosis, then they get the treatment scheme, which depending on what form of modi they have might be as simple as just that oral medication that we heard Laura speaking about before, uh, or it could be other things as well. So tell me about the pilot project that you've, um, that you've just con uh, concluded. Yeah, so we have found that the, this modi um, genetic form of diabetes actually are more common than we previously thought. Um, we found about 20% of the participants that were enrolled in our study, um, they have Modi um, diabetes um, following molecular genetic testing. So, you know, it's under-recognized, under-diagnosed, and therefore we are calling for more genetic testing. Um, ideally, you know, as I mentioned, at point of care um, by undertaken by the endocrinologist um, in the diabetes clinic um, to you know, increase um, the, the diagnostic to, to you know, um, facilitate the, the diagnosis of Modi. And we are hoping that, you know, with more testing being done, more um, case, more, more patients being diagnosed with Modi, we can do um, the into public health implications of these um, potentially can be cost-saving. As you mentioned, Tegan, earlier before that, you know, it's got, we can avoid unnecessary insulin, but also the healthcare costs associated with insulin with um, complications from insulin. So potentially it's cost-saving for the entire Australian healthcare system. We are hoping to make the case to be able to um, advocate for um, public funding for more testing.
So win-win-win for the health system, the clinicians and for the patients themselves. Cathy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Dr Cathy Wu is a clinical geneticist at St Vincent's and associate professor at the University of New South Wales, Sydney University and the University of Notre Dame, Australia. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.